Welcome. New Waves of Light presents Soul Awakening and the New Earth Podcast, where we discuss the nature of the soul and the evolutionary shift taking place inside human consciousness, the catalyst for the planetary shift that is birthing a new earth. I am your host, Sarah Catherine. The time we are living in is one of radical change environmentally, culturally, emotionally, and spiritually. Those in the world that are attuned spiritually are being awakened by the soul to the path of spiritual evolution. In this new age of Aquarius, group consciousness is beginning to find expression leading to a collective shift in a global awakening. Groups are coming together as forerunners of humanity to birth a new era of unprecedented soul consciousness. This is the subject of our inquiry. These podcasts will be centered around important spiritual questions of this time, like what is the soul? How does one contact the soul? What is the shift and what does it mean for humanity? Are there higher beings known as the spiritual hierarchy who watch over humanity and earth? And what do they say about the shift of the ages that has been spoken about in ancient writings and religious teachings throughout time? And finally, the big question, is there a plan for earth and humanity? And if so, what is it? Last week, we explored the effects of groups that are gathering in consciousness around the world at this time and how that's affecting a global collective awakening. In today's podcast, I'll be speaking with Erin to learn about how crisis has played a role in her soul's awakening. Welcome. Thanks for being here, Erin. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Erin, tell us a little about your spiritual foundation and how crisis in your life brought you to the light of wisdom and truth. Well, I think that I didn't have a crisis until I was in my mid-30s. Prior to that, I had had some intimations or some some desire to know more about God, and that had been encouraged by my father in particular. But as I went on my way and grew older, I I kind of moved on to other things, and it was not until my mid-30s when things started falling apart in my life, and I was really unhappy, and I... I didn't know where to turn and I was, I was struggling. Yeah. What, what, what was going on and, and, and what happened? Well, there were marital issues. There were children raising issues. Mm -hmm. Um, There was my own inner insecurity and whatever. Yeah. So what was sort of what brought you to your knees and what happened then? Well, I, I literally fell on my knees and said, help, help. If there's anybody out there, help. I, by that time, I didn't know that I believed in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And I just sat there and I wept. And then I became quiet. And then I had the experience of stillness come over me. A sense of being not alone, like help was on the way. And I was encouraged by a, uh, a therapist I was working with at that time to uh, do meditation. And mm-hmm. so I did that. And that really 
that really filled my life. It probably saved my life in some, some ways. It set me on a path, a journey to understand more, to experience the peace, the love, the joy that I found in that space. It was, it was truly miraculous. And I, I did it just because he told me to and because I thought I needed to be able to relax. <laughs> yeah. Little did I know where it would, would lead me. Wow. So was that a daily practice that you started? Yes, it was. It was a daily practice. And he had said, do it for 30 days and let him know how I was doing. No instruction. No instruction. Uh, no instruction. Just that. And I, um, I had a number of inner experiences during that first month that were transformative. Mm. You know, I saw, I saw or felt the presence of God. I felt loved. I felt like, like I was in a balloon or a space that surrounded me that held me up and that somehow I was going to be okay. And eventually that led me to further study and, and questions and my, my journey, my, my uh, love of, of uh, learning took off and I, I read everything I could find about these experiences I was having and, and what they might mean. Yes. Yeah, I think of those moments um, that you were sharing about kind of like the the great, like amazing grace kind of coming over you. And I feel like that's what that song is really referring to. It's like in those moments of great suffering, sometimes I think we find surrender and, and that space, it's almost like there's a crack for the light and the love to come in. And then... Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amazing grace. <laughs> Fabulous. And then, so what would you say you've sacrificed of a personal nature to attain this sort of light that you found? Well, it, looking back on it, it didn't seem like a sacrifice. It seemed like the best thing in the world. But at the time, I, um, I shifted my perspective and I I, this had been so transformative to me that I really wanted to share that experience with others who were struggling. Mm -hmm. So I actually sold my business, changed careers, and uh, <laughs> took a job that was, uh, you know, one quarter the pay I had been expecting. And, uh, but it was very, very satisfying. And I, and I, um, I feel like it made a difference in my life, certainly, and it made a difference in the many, many lives. Mm. So you really followed your soul's calling, despite sort of what kind of material sacrifice that might mean, but but yes. it still filled your soul with happiness and, and life it with did. joy. Yes, yeah. it was yeah. the best the best way to go. It was, um, you know, when the soul calls like that, it's it's pretty hard to resist. You know, it's like, it, it felt like an inner call. It really did. Mm. And people speak of that, but it, that's what it felt like. In fact, I actually had a phone call and I laughed and later and said, oh, it was literally a phone call. I got a call from a friend who said, you know, would you teach me to meditate? And I didn't even know that she knew that I did that. It was very private. Mm -hmm. And that was my first journey into sharing what I knew with somebody else. And it was in a crisis, 
crisis in her life. So how did you teach? I mean, you really taught yourself to meditate. What did you do since you had no instruction? You know, what was your process? Well, I, uh, that's when I started trying to find out what I was supposed to be doing, right? (laughs) But of course, what I was doing was just fine. Um, People make such a big deal out of meditation, like it's some great mystery that one has to to train in somehow. Mm -hmm. But if you still the mind and you open your heart and you sit and you breathe and you just focus, um, the space opens within you mm-hmm. and that light floods in. Mm-hmm. Now, later I did study and I actually went to a, a seminary and, and um, tried to get, I thought if I'm going to do this work, I need to have outer world qualifications, you know, so I, I did go to uh, school and um, was ordained and was able to do a lot of the things on a professional level that I would not have been able to do otherwise. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, it is simple, isn't it? It's it's. Um, but I thought it was interesting you said the breath, because I find the breath is such a major factor in how that happens, just focusing on the breath. And it almost seems like the breath does the work that kind of opens the heart and the awareness It creates that space, almost like a balloon filling up with each breath. I feel like it, it generates space, but I also feel more in touch with my heart when I really focus on my breath and um, that love starts filling the balloon as well with the air. And it's, uh, it is quite a palpable experience. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Now that your soul is in this more awakened space from this experience, what's changed in your life? You've shared some of, you know, you, you did, you made a lot of changes, which is amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. what else has really shifted? Well, a lot of things, uh, I think certainly my marriage and my family um, situation is is good now, and I I understand where my part was played in all of the things that happened, and where perhaps my soul guided me through many of those things and to that point. Um, now I see myself when I am being my soul, when I'm being that best that I can be. I see myself as more patient, kind, understanding. Uh, I have a different perspective on on life. It's um, I can see myself and I can see others in ways that I couldn't before, and I can understand and be supportive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see myself as connected to all of life and and everyone. Um, and that's been particularly meaningful in this context as I've found groups to be part of that are that are on the same path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the once that perspective shift occurs and understanding comes in, it my experience is it gives it, it compassion naturally follows it just it's sort of what unfolds with understanding and that perspective shift when you're in your heart and you're coming from a space of love even if um what you're viewing you might even not agree with or it wouldn't be your choice 
you can see with understanding how someone would still potentially make those choices. Um, and because of that, it's like a, a compassion just arises as my been my experience. Have you found that as well? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's just so beautiful. I appreciate so much. I think, I think, you know, we, as humans, I feel so often we're, we're afraid of the crises. We're, we're afraid of those suffering times, those hardest times in our lives. But if we only knew that they could lead to this form of awakening, you know, perhaps we wouldn't be so shy, <laughs> shy away from these challenges. Um, cause I think it's just fascinating that, that the suffering and the crisis can be the catalyst for, for the most beautiful part of our life to unfold. Yes. I mean, think of what I would have missed if mm-hmm. those things hadn't happened. Wow. You know, a different life completely. A whole, totally different life. Yeah. And I think that it's been good for everyone around me. Mm-hmm. You know, different life for your family, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's really beautiful. I appreciate you sharing your story with us, Erin. Um, it's been a really nice conversation, and I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me on this topic today. Well, it has been my pleasure. Thank you so much for asking me to share my thoughts we will continue this inquiry uh, next week around how crisis in our lives can lead to an unexpected awakening in our next episode until next time this is sarah catherine love yourself be awake be love